0: hello and welcome back to this is my son this is season one episode eight we're continuing the question and answer series last episode we went over the question about the baptism of christ and matthew 28 19 We went through verses and analyzed how these verses did not teach anything about the Trinity or about this three-in-one God concept. We learned that what Jesus was teaching us in Matthew 28, 19 actually protects us from any deception, especially a false ideology of God. If you missed that episode, please go back and listen to it and take some notes as you go along. In this episode, we're going over John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. What is John telling us in this verse? And what has he been trying to teach us throughout his entire book? Is he trying to say that Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit are this triune God, or this one God in three persons? Or is he telling us something about the Son's beginning? The core issue of the Trinity is the fact that they are taking a personal God, A true God which is the Father and turning him into a substance then making that substance into three persons this is what they must do in order to make their doctrine match the Bible they can't have a literal God and have the other two be God as well because then they have three gods so to solve that problem they take the word God and turn it into a substance So now you can divide that substance into three persons. That, they explain, is how it's still just one God. Well, I hope by now, after listening to multiple episodes, you can see how that is false and how the Bible says there is one true God, literally one, not a substance of one. This verse in John is typically used to prove their false idea and force a doctrine into the verse. In this episode, I'll allow brother Imad to break this down on what it's actually saying and how it's consistent with the rest of scripture. So go ahead and pull out your notebooks and take some notes because this is great.
1: All right, a good good question, John 1 verse one. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Many conclusions are brought out of this this, uh, text. One of them is uh, uh the trinity there you go the bible says that the word uh, was god the word is god so there you go god is uh, the word and the father and and and, and so forth uh, you know to reach that conclusion is is to suppose that uh john was not familiar with the old testament to reaching that conclusion is based on divorcing the new testament from the old testament is divorcing the writings of the apostles from the old testament If we keep in mind that John, like all the other apostles, were familiar with the scriptures, they were familiar with the Old Testament and and repeatedly and naturally quoted from the Old Testament, we will not arrive to such uh, a conclusion. This is a perfect example where the author is actually uh, quoting from the Old Testament, but it's written in a different terminology or or, on a different style and so many Christians don't even recognize it, right? So allow me to, to, to show you the panel. In here it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. What is John saying? What John is saying is, look, if you take your mind all the way back to, all the way back to the beginning, the Word was already there. So John is is starting his gospel by establishing the divinity of Jesus, by showing that Jesus is divine, that Jesus was there way back before creation came into being, right? Okay. But this is not the only time we read this terminology in the scriptures. What you need to understand is that he says, and the word was God. He does not say, and God was the word. Big difference. John in this verse is talking about two beings or two persons not one he says in the beginning was the word that's one and the word was with someone that someone is God and the word was God meaning the word was like God he doesn't say and God was the word if he says and God was the word then both these beings or persons whatever you're going to put there for now are the self-same being but they are not the world was with someone, meaning the word was not that someone, but was with that someone and was like that someone, namely God. So it's important to keep that in mind. Now, notice what we read in Proverbs chapter 8, which I believe John was quoting from Proverbs chapter 8, and I hope that I will... I will, I will uh, 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 Be able to show it to you clearly Now we don't have the time to get into it Maybe down the track we will In John chapter uh, 8 Jesus
0: Is speaking Well we have come to call him jesus right back then his
1: name wasn't jesus but the son of god is speaking under the title of wisdom and in verses 22 to 25 he says that he was brought forth he was possessed and uh, by the father in the days of eternity before creation took place maybe we can deal that with some with that some other time but for now notice what we read from verse 27 onward and when he who is he that's the lord who possessed me? Who brought me forth? Right, when He prepared the heavens, it's talking about creation. I was there. Who's the I? The I is that wisdom that is being spoken about under the title of wisdom. Right. So this text tells us when He, Jehovah or the Lord, created the heavens, I, wisdom, was there. And when He set up the compass upon the face of the deep, when He established the clouds above when he strengthened the fountains of the deep when he gave to the sea his decree that he, the waters should not pass his command when he appointed the foundations of the earth then I whose eye wisdom was by him who is the him the Lord, and one brought up with him and I was daily his delight rejoicing always before him okay what did we just read the speaker is saying when god created the worlds when god made all things i was already there what that's what the speaker is saying in here when he prepared the heaven i was there that's his words when when god created say all things i was already in existence i was there now I'll, I'll, allow me to share the PowerPoint version which makes it much easier to to compare them give me a second and i will show you here uh, what we are seeing now here it is okay can you see this uh powerpoint yeah so that, uh, I'm putting John 1 1 next to Proverbs chapter 8 and verse 30. John 1 1 says in the beginning, Proverbs 8 verse 30 says then. Remember we said it, then I was by him, when then? When I created all things, th- sorry, when things were created in the beginning or then, was the word I was, and the word was with God by him. As one brought up with him, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him. It's it's the same thought in different terminology. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Proverbs says, then or in the beginning, I was by him. In the beginning was the word with God. Can, can, can you see the, 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 the similarity? It's the same thought written in different terminology so john began his gospel by quoting from proverbs 8 to establish the divinity of jesus that jesus existed prior to creation he is establishing the pre-existence of christ the next phrase that john says is and the world was god and that's when people get unstuck if you separate the new testament from the old testament you will reach the trinitarian conclusion But if you marry the Old Testament with the New Testament, you will understand that this phrase that John says, and the Word was God, is based on what we read in Proverbs 8, verses 22 to 25. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his ways, before the works of old. I was brought forth, I was set up. Are you with me? So, John is quoting from Proverbs chapter 8, the Proverbs the chapter that establishes the sonship of Christ prior to all creation that talks about the origin of Christ prior to all creation that says that, that Christ or the son of God was brought forth from God before anything was created. Right. He's using that chapter to establish the divinity and the pre-existence of Christ. So again, in the beginning is the same time. The proverbs, Referred to as then Was the word Is the same phrase as Proverbs says I was Or wisdom It's the same being The word or wisdom is the same being It's the son of God And the word was with God It's the same as saying By him I was by him I was with him And the phrase and the word was God Is established on Proverbs chapter 8 verse 22 to 25 which establishes the sonship uh, of christ in the days of eternity which establishes divinity as we will uh, consider in in a a later question uh, i'm assuming now john the author of that gospel he wrote his gospel to establish a point allow me to to share with you And that's in chapter 20. Notice how he concludes his gospel. Chapter 20 and verse 31. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And that believing you might have life through his name. John said look I wrote this letter I wrote this gospel I wrote the whole thing the whole record so you can believe that Jesus is the son of God and to take the first verse of that gospel of that letter and make it interpreted into a trinity which denies the sonship of Christ is actually to undo the whole point of why that gospel was written there is no need to to disconnect the gospel of John from the Old Testament if we marry the gospel of John with the Old Testament and, and we, we, we accept that John was familiar with the scriptures like all the other disciples, then we will have no problem. He was simply quoting from the Old Testament like all the other apostles did. And he was establishing the divinity and the pre-existence of Christ by quoting from Proverbs chapter 8 uh, verse 3 I'll leave it at that.
0: Thank you, Brother Imad, for breaking that down and showing us how John was being consistent with the Old Testament teachings. I pray that everyone listening can digest this and study it again. Next episode, we're going to go over the question on the difference between begotten and created. This very question was actually my toughest obstacle to overcome when I first learned of this One True God message. This had all my walls up and I refused to believe it because I thought begotten meant created. So I'm excited to dive into this one in the next episode and show you the difference between the two words and how Christ was not created, he was begotten. So until next time, bye for now.